And love is made for me and you. Oh, I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. So um, welcome back to Learn English with Teachify, everybody. As you know, I'm Lewis and I'm joined by Louise. So Louise, how are you? I'm great. I'm doing fantastic today. How are you, Lewis? I'm not too bad. I've been better. I've been worse. But yeah, I'm all right. Great. Now, um, of course, we started off this podcast uh, with Louise's beautiful voice uh, singing <laughs> away. Um, and I, I said, I love it. I absolutely love it. So the topic, of course, Louise, what are we going to speak about? We're going to talk about love. Love, love, love. Love, love. <laughs> now, anyway, um, so we're going to speak about love. And I want to get started with uh, a big, deep question. Um, Louise, do you believe in love at first sight? Oh, um, no. I do not believe at love at first sight. I am a romantic. I do love love. But love at first sight for me, I think it should be more attraction. You uh -huh. know, like physical attraction. You see that person and you think, I am physically attracted to that person. But love, love is a big word, right, Lewis? It's a yeah, big word. it's like they say also, hate. Hate is a strong word. Love yeah. is a big word too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, you believe in attraction at first sight, but not exactly love at first sight. Yeah, I think that needs to come after you get to know the person. It's really important to get to know them. And then that's when love develops. But at the beginning, when you first see that person, no, I don't think love at first sight exists. And then bit by bit, little by little, as you get to know them, that love can blossom. Exactly. It flourishes into a beautiful flower exactly now uh, you said you're a romantic so mm. i'm not really a romantic i have to admit but um in your case when you say you're a romantic uh, in what kind of way do you mean um you know when i am in a relationship i like to buy flowers for the person or buy little presents or even cook dinner so I like to do romantic things for a person, go to the cinema, maybe have a picnic, something that's a little bit romantic. I like to, I like to make the other person feel very special. Perfect. Uh, I like the fact that you mentioned that you cook for uh, your other half sometimes because um, mm -hmm. they always say that something tastes better if it's mm -hmm. made with love. So in that particular case, you could say that I'm romantic because I like cooking for my girlfriend. Um, I like treating her, but I'm not a fan of flowers. Ooh. One question, actually. Are you a fan of public displays of affection? So PDI, which we have talked about. Um, what do you think of that? I, I like it. I like to see people hugging, kissing. I think it's very romantic. Do you like um, PDI? Yeah. yeah. I mean, public displays of affection, maybe... They're not my thing exactly. I'm not against it, but uh, in my case, I don't mind holding hands with my girlfriend. Um, of course, I don't mind uh, hugging her in public, uh, maybe a little kiss, but nothing too intense because then okay. I'll feel a little bit self-conscious, a little bit embarrassed. And I'll think, mm -hmm. hey, uh, 
we'll we'll go home. So we we don't need to be showing off our uh, affection and our love in front of the whole world. Mm-hmm. But hey, maybe I'm just an old man, and I'm not. Maybe very you're romantic. a cynic. Maybe, maybe you're a little bit cynical there, Lewis, are we? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> now, um, Moving on from this, moving on from love at first sight, PDA, um, a perfect date. Um, Louise, how would you describe uh, uh, an example of a perfect date? Well, um, normally, because I'm in Sevilla, and as you know, in Seville, there are lovely parks, really beautiful, um, or you can walk along the river. So I normally like to have a picnic, actually take some food, find a nice area in the park, a little bit of music, maybe take my guitar. That for me would actually be my perfect date. It sounds pretty simple, but either that or the beach. But, you know, I'm in Seville, so I don't have the beach. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, But, yeah, that would probably be my ideal perfect date. What about you? What's your idea of a perfect date? It's funny you mentioned a picnic because it's something that I always um, mention and I always say, oh, we should go to the park and have a picnic. And then when the day comes, uh, I'm always like, "Eh, I can't be bothered. Let's just go out to a bar. I I love the idea in in theory and principle, but then I never get round to doing it. Okay. Maybe I'm lazy as well. Um, But another idea of a perfect date for me is... um, Basically going away for the weekend, of course, this wouldn't be something you'd do for a first date, but um, I love um, going away for the weekend, staying over in a hotel or an apartment, lots of uh, eating, drinking, uh, talking, uh, spending quality time together and wandering around uh, different cities. Yeah, discovering a new city is very ironic. Exactly. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, for a first date, obviously, it's not really possible. No, for a first date, you're not going to go to Paris. And um, well, I, I wouldn't mind it, but hey. Well, me too, but I can't <laughs> afford it. <laughs> and with uh, first dates, have you ever had any strange, surprising or weird Ooh. first dates? Okay, I'm going to say between surprising and weird. Okay, mm-hmm. so I was talking to someone on Tinder and when we met, there were nothing like, you know, what they had said on, on the app when we were talking, even the photos. So I felt catfished, which is a term we use when someone kind of acts like they are somebody else. So when I arrived, I felt very uncomfortable and it was strange. And I just did the classic. Friend called me, said, Louise, I have an emergency. Okay. And I got out of there. Like I literally got out of there. So for me, that's been the only bad date experience. What about you? To be honest, I think I've been lucky as well. Oh, you lucky man. I mean, I haven't really had that many first dates. So um, I've been lucky. I haven't had many uh, experiences with uh, online dating or catfishing, but I know friends who've had some really weird experiences where they've arrived and the person has been completely different to what they expected, or they did something which was really strange for a first date, like going around to meet the parents and like, whoa, that was fast. (laughs) So yeah, uh, be careful, everybody. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> so um, anyway, you mentioned um, Tinder. So yeah, online dating. 
Mm. Um, what do you think of it? Well, I think there is a lot of bad stigma about online dating, and I completely disagree with it. I have one of my best friends is getting married very soon after a five-year relationship, and she met her partner on mm -hmm. Tinder. Wow. So there's a lot of stigma, and also I think actually online dating is very useful for people who are more introverted, people who don't go out as much and socialize, and I think it was a really good way of meeting people during the pandemic because COVID stopped all of this. So for me, I think dating apps, as long as you're safe, as long as you're careful, unlike me and my experience, but it was okay in the end. Um, I think it's I think it's a great way to meet people. Of course, in an ideal world, we go out, we meet somebody in a bar or on, you know, like on a night out, but it doesn't always happen like that, right? Exactly. I mean, nowadays, I think it's much more common for people to meet their partners uh, online on Tinder Definitely. or other applications than in the real world, so to speak. Exactly. And it's been uh, normalized now. Maybe five years ago, people would begin by kind of saying, oh, yeah, it's not very romantic, but I met my partner on Tinder. Now it's like, yeah, I met my partner on Tinder. Yeah. And there should be no stigma, you know. So, yeah, my Perfect. opinion. Good, good. Now, um, talking about love, talking about relationships, talking about being romantic, there are lots and lots and lots of phrasal verbs. Mm -hmm. And phrasal verbs are tricky. But today, let's just go over five of the most common phrasal verbs uh, which are related to love. And mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to give you an example sentence, and I want you to uh, fill in the gap. So, okay. for example, my best friend was going out with his partner for three years and then they changed the, the way that they felt. There wasn't any love uh, after three years. And in the end, they broke up. They broke up. Perfect. Mm -hmm. So to break up is to end, to finish a relationship. And we can also say split up. Um, Louise, your turn. Um, pick one and describe it to us. Okay. Um, well, I basically broke up with this person because they were doing something that really hurt me. Okay. Meeting with somebody else. So then I realized that they were. They were cheating on you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yep. So to cheat on, and remember to cheat on someone, okay? So yep, they were, that person was cheating on me. Mm -hmm. Oh, and if um, your partner cheats on you or you cheat on your partner, then I think it's very difficult to forgive that person. And uh, if as a result, you have broken up with each other and you think, oh, maybe we should try again. Maybe we should try again. Like, it happens, of course. Of I course. think it's very difficult difficult for people to... Oh, get oh. back together. Exactly. It's very <laughs> difficult for people to get back together, to mm -hmm. return to yeah. the relationship. Mm -hmm. So many people, they split up, and then after a while, they decide, they decide ah, let's try again. And they yeah. get back together. Mm-hmm. 
Awesome. And um, we've got two more. Um, okay. We've got hit on someone and stand someone up. Um, Louise, hit on someone, what does it mean? Yeah, hit on someone is, you know, the phrasal verb we commonly use, but it's normally the verb we that would be a synonym would be to flirt. Okay, so when somebody's talking to you, trying to flirt with you, using language, you know, to, to make you feel maybe interested or start something maybe romantic or even to date. So this means to hit on someone. Perfect. And the last one is uh, to stand someone oh. up. Oh, the worst, actually. I, I've never done this and, and nobody has ever done this to me. But for example, to stand someone up is when you don't tell them or you no, you do tell them. You say, OK, let's go to the cinema. Let's meet at this time. And unfortunately, you get there and they stand you up. They don't arrive. They don't turn up. And you're there alone thinking, why has this happened to me? And it's it's not very nice. That is mean. That is mean. Exactly. Very, very mean. Not very nice at all. And mean I love... people. There are <laughs> mean people, Lewis. I love the emotion. I love the emotion. <laughs> um, so just to recap, to hit on someone is to flirt with someone. Stand someone up is uh, to say you are going to attend a date and then not go. Mm -hmm. Cheat on someone is to be unfaithful. To get back together is to return to a previous relationship and to break up is to end the relationship. Mm -hmm. Five really useful phrasal verbs. Now, just to finish, um, obviously we teach uh, a lot of companies and we teach a lot of employees and we always bring up the conversation of office romance. Mm. So, um, Louise, with your students, um, what were they saying about office romance? Yeah, we had some interesting debates, mainly in general, which I agree with. Students think having a relationship with a colleague is that's normal. It's going to happen. You spend a lot of time together. However, with your superior, no. And I completely agree with this because it could cause problems with your team, problems with your colleagues. There could be favoritism involved. And it's a, it's a complicated path to go down. And I don't think it's worth it. There's 8 billion people in this world and you choose your superior. No. So we both, me and my students agreed, we don't think it's a good idea. It's dangerous, you know. So yeah, don't date your boss. Don't date your boss. Definitely not. Lewis, you shouldn't date your boss, okay? Yeah, I've thought about it many times. And then just the <laughs> fact that he's my boss has has, made, has, has prevented me from Yeah, that's it. not the only reason, right? <laughs> it's one of many. <laughs> but um, no, so uh, I completely agree. Again, I think it's very common nowadays for people to meet uh, in the office or online. And um, if... Um, you are dating a, a colleague, then I don't think there's anything wrong mm -hmm. with it. You have to know how to kind of manage it, I suppose, but um, each to their own. Um, the only thing that isn't recommendable is dating your boss because mm -hmm. there are plenty more fish in the sea. Exactly, which is also a dating app. There we go, there we go. <laughs> so um, that's it pretty much. So yeah. uh Thank you so much, Louise, for joining. Um, you are welcome, Louis. Um, let us know, listeners, if you enjoyed uh, listening to Louise uh, singing a little bit to kick off the podcast. Yeah. 
and yeah have a great week a great day a great night and um see you again soon bye ciao